Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the DMP Podcast, Episode 7, with Tom, who is not at the pub this evening. So welcome back, Tom. Did you have a good chicken snitchel? Uh, I did. It was bloody beautiful. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, that was not the... I thought you were going to miss us, but whatever. Um, <laughs> to, tonight, we... Backfired. <laughs> tonight's episode, on tonight's episode, we've got uh, a very, very short segment on The Angriest Man of Bro- in Brooklyn, and we have a very long segment on X-Men Days of Future Past. Fuck yeah. So, let's get down to business. Let's talk Angriest Man in Brooklyn. Uh, film is about... What is it? It's a, a, a film about a dude who is angry all the time, who's diagnosed with an aneurysm and given 90 minutes to live. That's what I wrote in my notepad. Does that sound right? You pretty much wrote yeah. the plot synopsis. It, of that. <laughs> yeah, I did, actually. I went onto Wikipedia and was like, yeah, this looks good. <laughs> so what did you guys think? Uh, Tom, go. Uh, I, like, I only watched it, like, I only finished watching it, like, maybe an hour ago. It's just, for the cast that's in it, it just didn't really live up to that cast. It's kind of like Godzilla in some respects. Well, like, get Actually, I wasn't here for Godzilla, so I didn't get to say my opinion on Godzilla. Like, well, you just there did. Was some as- oh, fuck off. There were some aspects of Godzilla where like the, the script just wasn't... like It wasn't there to the level of the cast that was there giving the dialogue and shit. So like it just didn't live up to the cast that was in the movie, him, yeah. if that makes it, if yeah, that no, makes no, sense, no, like, sense. like, like the story, like, it, like for the cast they had, um, it just wasn't as good as it should have been. Yeah. Well, yeah, I like would that's point that more towards the script, which was pretty fucking awful. Like the script. Yeah, I thought good. the writing was shit out. Like I didn't think Robin Williams was that bad, but ugh, the script. Yeah, it was fucking. I, it was terrible. I fucking hated the voiceovers. That pissed me off. From like as soon as. The second one started, I think, was with Mila Kunis. That mm. was like, uh, I gotta sit for this shit. But that's because felt... Mila Kunis doing a like a, a voiceover. I know. But... Felt like I was watching Pretty Little Liars with those fucking voices. Oh my god! Don't even start me on a. Oh, okay, nothing. I'm not even gonna get into the mystery. <laughs> did you? Did you guys? Were you guys also confused as to why Louis C.K. was in it for 15 seconds? I don't know. It's just kind of like. Like this weird cameo of him banging Mila Kunis, and then that was it. And I was like, okay, like what? <laughs> you know how films sometimes have those random cameos, though? It's sort of like, because we can, sort of thing. I thought it was like that. Like, it's like, I didn't well, really. Well, he's in the area, so let's get it on set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, Tim, you seem to enjoy it, although you were, like, you said to us before we started recording that you had a, a whole bottle of wine. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> So if that doesn't sum up the, why, like, what you need to do before you start watching this film. Yeah, yeah get your drink on beforehand. Yeah. Um, yeah, a strong drink as well. Like a whole bottle of wine in Tim's case. <laughs> Talk to people in Skype whilst doing this. So. <laughs> I, re- I, I would actually get what Tim said. If we, do we have it here? Hang on, let me just read yeah, out what Tim said. I got... Haha, uh-huh, yeah, but it's awesome. I'm laughing my head off at his he changes with other characters. <laughs> Timmy J, but also could be bottle of wine surprise face. Haha, uh-huh, what the fuck? Louis C.K. is int this is in fuck. <laughs> and that is the summary of the film from Tim Johnson. <laughs> That's a summary from everyone, to be honest. I don't think we're very good. So, <clears throat> in, in a bit to keep things short, uh, each of you now have to tell me what you would rate it out of 10. Tom? 
four. Probably I'll give it a four. Like yep. it's it's watchable. Yeah. Like probably would like recommend it to people at work if they're like stumped for ideas and whatnot. But it's watchable. Like because it's only like an hour and a half as well. Like it's it doesn't really drag on. Like it's just kind of a small. <clears throat> bite it's only it's actually movie. only like eighty minutes. It's very short. Yeah, like it's really short. So it's it's not like. You know, if it was longer, if it was any longer than it was, it would have been like a lot worse because it's like they dragged this out to two hours. Like, how did they manage to do that? But yeah, um, but I thought, you know, like I, I enjoyed it. Like, I mean, yeah, it was nothing special. Like, yeah, I'd probably give it like a five or something like that. But it was just, just a you know normal casual movie to watch. But that's really about it. Hugh, I give it a five. It scales up from a four because they managed to fit Meg Griffin, Tyrion Lannister, and Darth Vader into a cast. <laughs> Really, really like what he's you. Sorry. Yeah, I forget. That's Jane. Was it James? Uh, James Edward Olmos? Yeah, that's uh, one. No, I'm thinking Battlestar Galactica. Oh, sorry, I thought you said I was being robotic and I was paranoid. I was lagging. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, you're always robotic. Yeah, no, it, it was. It was an average film. Like I thought it was going to be more comedy as well, but yeah, just no good. No good for me. Yeah. So glad it was only eighty minutes. Yeah. Well, ninety four minutes apparently, but it didn't feel like ninety four. It felt a bit longer than that. It's always weird seeing. I was saying to Tim last night. It's always very weird seeing Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, um, (laughs) outside of anything of Game of Thrones now, and probably X Men: Days of of Future Past. So, and speaking of, we'll talk about how he did nothing in that film. But yeah, speaking of, we'll get there. Fuck Angriest Man in Brooklyn. Let's move on to X Men: Days of Future Past, (laughs) which I thought was pretty fucking excellent. Tom? Uh, come back to me. I, I need to, like... Yeah, <laughs> Clean up? Let's come back. Yeah. But fuck... Uh, nah, I can do it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> fucking hell, that was... Oh, just... Yeah, that was, beginner, Tom. Like, yeah, so... <sighs> it's, come on, take a deep breath, you mate. can do it. <laughs> it. It just made me so happy that they got rid of... <laughs> X-Men The Last Stand and X-Men Origins Wolverine. They don't fucking exist anymore in the in the in the in the universe that they've got now. And they can have a real Deadpool and a real Gambit and no one give a fuck about the fucking continuity in quotation marks because it's already was already fucked when the fucking for years it's been fucked. But they had the X-Men 2 theme as well and that just made me so even more happy. And then I just it was a fucking brilliant Fucking movie, and I'll... are you crying, Tom? Tom, are you yeah, crying? Tom's crying. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, God, right, it's... <laughs> it's like a tear. It's like the Leonardo DiCaprio tear, just a single one. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it was brilliant. It's probably my, it's on par with Captain America is my favorite blockbuster of the year. Maybe a bit better than that because it just fucking got rid of X Men Origins Wolverine. But yeah. Definitely like a fun ride. It does. There are gripes and some flaws with it, but I don't care. It just got rid of X Men Origins Wolverine and The Last Stand. That's all I wanted. Done. I think that's what everyone wanted, really. To be honest, I know some it, people. It, yeah. are quite I like the passion. Like, Sounds like me with Godzilla. I was <laughs> like, I know, I know the storyline was questionable, but it had a giant fucking lizard as the main character. How can I not love this film? But yeah. But Hugh, I mean, you you enjoyed it as well. I mean, everyone, I mean, everyone, all of us enjoyed it. I know Tim was. Well, both of us were over the moon after we'd seen it, but Hugh, what did you? How did you go? Well, I know I, I feel weird like rating it because every blockbuster we've rated on this podcast, we all seem to have a bit of a, well, for lack of a better word, circle jerk over how good it is. But it's very true. I, th- I thought it, so when I think back on it, I thought I maybe scaled it back from a nine just a little bit, maybe an eight, an eight and a half. Just I wish a little bit less of the future scenes. 
because that got boring quickly because like you sort of knew what was going to happen. Yeah. I wanted to see more scenes like in the past with McAvoy and Fassbender, who who is like amazing, by the way. I, my, one of the problems I had with it though, I didn't think the film didn't really showcase Peter Dinklage. Like we didn't get much feel. Like I know he's sort of like the cliche, like oh. I'm a dwarf, I've been, like, disabled from birth, and all these mutants get all these extra powers. It's, like, the opposite of disabled, so he's, like, all jealous and shit, but I didn't think he was... He was well, he probably had about as many lines when Mystique was impersonating him than he did, like, as himself in the film, so... But yeah, I, he's I thought it was really... marginalised, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Fastbender almost carries the film. Like, he was so good on screen, and I thought Jennifer Lawrence was pretty good as well. That's did anyone thing, else I mean... think... Sorry, go Sorry, on. did anyone else think Professor X was on drugs, like heroin or something, rather than medication? Oh, oh you're talking about past Professor X? Scene. Yeah, like, um... When he's, like, he's gone upstairs to fucking take his shot, yeah. and they're explaining, yeah. like, how he's got his, um... He uses that serum to get his... To... I think it would mostly just be, like... Trust. I think it would mostly just be, like, the stress, like, he just looked like he was on drugs, because, like, yeah. you know, after the events of, like... Um, first class, like, everything he had come to know has kind of, like, fallen apart, like, you know, Mystique has left, you know, all the mutants that, like, he he was, like, training up and stuff, they've all gone apart from, like, Hank, like, you know, I, th- I think it's just probably more so stress and depression rather than... He went yeah. from, like, the idealist to, like, just, like, a broken man. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah his absolutely. whole spirit and beliefs have been crushed, so... And, you know, I suppose that when that happens to someone, they just kind of fall off the grid. I kind of agree with you, Hugh, in terms of the of the future sequences. Although I was just kind of, I mean, somewhat... Like, when you see the first class cast, you kind of go, well, I just want to stick with these guys now because they were so great in first class in the first place. Um, so I do think we didn't get a, as much as I probably would have liked in the past. But, we, I mean, the majority of the film, I suppose, takes place in the past. Yeah, I'm going to have um, to disagree yeah. with both of you there. Like, I, I don't think we got that much of the future at all. There was maybe what, yeah. three or four yeah. scenes, like the opening kind of setting up like, stuff. Where and then and then like going back to I mean, towards like maybe the middle when like a lot of the kind of timeline ish kind of stuff was going down, it kept swapping back. But it was only only covering those future scenes for maybe like, you know, five minutes tops. Like they probably like altogether probably would have only been like maybe half an hour of the total movie was but i mean like, we, stuff. we already kind of knew the out what the outcome potentially could have been and i think like the whole point it was the story was driven so much by the past than it was the future because we already knew that the future things were pretty bleak so but that's, like, that's but probably like, why I, but saying that's yeah, kind of like, like just saying we already knew what was going to happen so why even bother showing it at all kind of thing like yeah it's yeah like, uh, it's <laughs> not, a, not really a valid argument i would think like they show it because it's just part of the it's cool film. to see like, yeah and like and like, just, you got Blink with her fucking portals. But Blink was like yeah, the only it. fucking mutant that did anything, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Magneto's like, suddenly it, I'm the least under, most underpowered mutant here. And I'm like, what? Oh, that was Sunspot and his fucking human torch impersonations. I just kept saying flame on in my head every time I saw Sunspot. <laughs> I'm just like, it's the human torch. It's the human I torch. I think it was I, 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 um, showcase like other mutants that they hadn't... Oh, no, I, I know, I know. But I, I love Magneto, so I had a bit of a nerd rage when I'm like, well, he threw some metal at the Sentinels and now he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's not going to work, my only power. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... So do you do you, do you guys yeah. find that it handled the time travel well? I mean, it it, it didn't really 
it wasn't really confusing at all. I mean, actually, oh, I thought think, it you'll have handled it really well. Like, yeah. unlike certain films, <laughs> Looper. Like, I thought it was really, really good. <laughs> Don't get me fucking started on Looper. Okay, I will. No, I, I thought it was. I thought it was really good the way they did it. Um, and even just like, like I know, I know they kind of did kind, like kind of retcon, um, X Men everything. <laughs> yeah, but like at the same time, it was cool because like you know when Wolverine's having these flashbacks and. It actually did have scenes from all of those movies just to oh. show potential, like, like potentially of what the future was going to have, or the like potential possible events that could have occurred if you know the timeline was to still fuck up or, and whatever. Speaking of those flashbacks, I was so happy they used the X Men Two version of how he got his adamantium core, yeah, not the yeah, Rich's version. Oh, that was that was the point where I realized, yep. This is going to fix everything. <laughs> they re- did they retcon the Wolverine as well? Would retcon that as yeah. well, wouldn't it? So oh. that's gone now. Yeah. No, no, no. They, like I mean, think... like the second one. Like yeah. Like, they, they kind of retconned X Men Origins Wolverine, but they, they didn't. Know, they didn't. Probably. They didn't really change Wolverine. Like the second. I know. One. It's just hard to think of the timeline because I don't. I think it did change it because he wouldn't have done all that stuff if. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't have been, like, depressed and been living in the woods. Oh, he might have still gone to Japan, but... He well, yeah, but it's depends. not going to happen the same way. Well, yeah, I suppose, like, in the new yeah. kind of timeline, that that might not have happened, but... I, uh, the one gripe, like, the one question, big question I do have, besides how is Professor X still in the wheelchair if he's in a different body, is how does Wolverine get his metal claws back after losing him in the Wolverine? I assume it's Magneto, but they fucking say in X-Men 2, the only way to move, like, to actually... Resculpt adamant. You can't resculpt adamantium once it's cool. Mm. It, once it's cool, it's it's set in stone. Like you cannot. Yeah. Plus, didn't they it. use all of it as well for the original? Like, wasn't like. No. Um. They still had some. Oh, in X-Men still kind of lost. Had like there was still a vat of it in the fucking like, alkali lake base, and he used that to kill Lady Deathstrike. But I assume, unless he pumped her full of it all. Like he pumped her all with all of it into her. I assume that there's still some there. Mm, fair enough. So, am I missing something? And I know because I'm not super into X Men, but and I Tim, I know that you probably explained it to me as well. But when did Kitty Pride become able to send people back in time? Oh, yeah, no, that's right. Like, because I was uh, looking it up, and it's like, I, like really based on the comics and stuff, I don't think she really ever gets that ability. No, she doesn't have it in the comics. But, like, it's more so, they kind of explain it, like, as as you get older and you, like, like not all mutants, but some mutants, like, can unlock more of their abilities and more of their, like, powers and stuff. So I think it was kind of just a bit like, not, only was, Ki- yeah, not only was Kitty, like, able to, like, kind of transport herself through matter, she was also, made, like, able to, like, transport matter like through time as well and i think that's what like it was kind of going at but yeah technically i don't think she actually does have that power no that's um the power the, the power of time travel like the send people's consciousness back is from rachel summers um cyclopses and jean gray's daughter in the comics but because yeah. she doesn't exist they gave it to kitty because yeah. she was like, okay. the focal point of the comic okay fair enough i suppose um would it, would it be spoilery if we no i don't think it would be if we talked about how wonderful Quicksilver was. Oh, that was brilliant. Oh, that, that whole scene was just like a big, hey, Joss Whedon, fuck you. Like, yeah. Because like, now you're going to, like, they're just going to compare the two. 
And even though he had like the shittest costume ever, and they just gave him shit for it, <laughs> I was like, "Is, is that you, Sonic?" <laughs> <laughs> like, he got the shittest like costume, but he just in the movie it kind of worked, and it was just fucking cool. Especially, just... especially the scene like with all the cops, like in, in like the kitchen, like <laughs> he's just running around. Like that was just done so well. It looked like... terrific as well. That oh, whole yeah. sequence was shot really wonderfully. It was put together really well in terms of. Uh, the CGI and the actual, you know, oh, what, what's the what's the word? I'm fucking missing it. I don't know. It just add, it, it adds to his personality that whole scene. Just how everything yeah. slows. And it was also like you know, again, like yeah, like you're saying, it added it to his character because he wasn't like going around, kind of abusing it. It was more so like, oh, you know, I'll give this guy a wedgie. I'll I'll make this guy flick himself and all like you know. <laughs> Yeah. Like the inertia will make him, you know, punch himself, and like it was just kind of like childish kind of stuff as well, which kind of just resembled like his age and and everything like that. And yeah, it was really cool. I loved, I loved two of his um dialogues, dialogue scenes with um Magneto. Like one was the one where he goes, like he asked Magneto what his power is, and Magneto's like, I can control metal, and he's like, Oh, my mum used to know a guy that could do that. And yeah, other, like, yeah, like the subtle reference. Is that because yeah. in the comics? Um, Quicksilver is Magneto's kid. Yeah, yeah. And then everyone knows that song. The yeah. only thing is, though, like, the, the timeline doesn't actually line up for me. Yeah. No, it, well, you mean, like, just from I this think movie Mag- or, like, all... Yeah, just from just from this movie with the whole Magneto being Quicksilver's father. It didn't line up to me because, like, Fastbender's, what, like, mid-30s and Quicksilver's, like... Well, no, technically, first technically class. in first class when Charles first meets... Um, Magneto, they're thirty there, um, yeah. and then it's been what, like, yeah, like it's like a year for what a year during, well, actually, yeah. how long? Would it would like it'd be a few years almost from mm. first class, and then it would be how long? How long afterwards was? It's the end of the Vietnam War, so <clears throat> I can't remember. Nineteen seventy-three. Years what? after first class. Yeah, it's nineteen seventy-three because. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just wasn't sure if the timeline lined up. Well, that's all like when would have made sense. It's more so because in the original movies, um, Charles states that he met Magneto um, when, when he was, was when he was seventeen, which clearly didn't happen because you know World War Two yeah, was still yeah, going on. Like, um, I think um, it would have said that to Wolverine just like to make it seem like yeah they had a longer relationship or some shit. Yeah, um, I think I think you must have read the same thread. I was yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah, no, I think so as well. So but yeah, then the yeah, other one sorry. was um, like after he just breaks him out of like the glass prison thing, and he's like, "Why are you holding my head?" Because of whiplash. What? Whiplash. I don't know why it just made me made me laugh so much. Because <laughs> he's a little smartass. Like he, yeah. he's a smartass, and well, I think just it's, like his dad. Yeah. Like you know, like you know. And now it's gonna be interesting to see how Aaron Taylor Johnson goes. That would be interesting. Yeah. But you got to remember, I feel like they're probably, like, the characters feel tonally different from one another, especially from what we've seen of, I mean, the 20 seconds that we all, not even that, 10 seconds we see of Aaron Taylor Johnson at the end of Winter Soldier. I mean, they're they're probably, they're completely different characters. But you're totally right in terms of how it's kind of just like, well, this is our Quicksilver and he's really cool, even though he looks like, you said, Sonic. Um, And he'll be back for X-Men Apocalypse. Yep, yep, Oxford, and I think there's a rumored like um, she. There's a rumored X Men, uh, Wolverine, like the third Wolverine movie as well. Yeah, 
Wait, he's going to be in that? Like, I don't think he'll be in that, but I just, like, into... Well, well Hugh Jackman, like, before this film was like, oh, I think I might uh, hang up the claws, and, like, after the film, he's like, well, I think I could be Wolverine again, so... Yeah. And he's obviously he's... not going gonna... to... No, he really Wolverine wants a Marvel movie... crossover as well. Like... Yeah, he, re- he really wants to be in Avengers. Yeah. I really, really, really want him to do Old Man Logan as his last standalone Wolverine movie, because that would just be cool, but they can't do it because of the rights, which is sad. Oh, really? Yeah, like, the main villain is Bruce Banner. Oh, shit, okay. Well, Marvel. Get hey, shit. Tom will pay you. <laughs> Tom's going to pay yep. you, so just uh, listen up. So, what does that mean for X-Men Apocalypse? Because Wikipedia says that <clears throat> Apocalypse is going to act... It'll be more of, first class, uh, more of a first-class sequel that takes place in the 1980s, but wouldn't Apocalypse kind of point to the events of Days of Future Past if it's still... Yeah. A sequel? That's what's kind of confusing. Kind of. I think they meant like it's a sequel with the first class cast. But set after the past version of Days But they they also said that they're like, we're going to try and fit the old cast in there somewhere. (laughs) And I was like, how? Unless unless they do like a 50-50 kind of thing where the first half is the first class cast and then the second half is... The original cast trying to fight Apocalypse and finish like try and finish them off for good this that time. That would anger me greatly. Yeah, like <laughs> oh, that's, that's the only way I can figure spending. it out. Yeah, but they, they did say there was um they were going to have a young like the younger versions of like Cyclops Storm, and Storm. yeah um Jean Grey and um Cyclops. yeah Cyclops. Right, I'll find the direct quote for you guys. Just give me a sec. Oh, the well, direct quotes are coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Tim. <laughs> And while while we're waiting for this direct quote from Hugh, because he likes his shit, um, where the film's doing quite well at the box office, well, five hundred million at the box office, so it's big. Yeah, big. The Last Man's no longer big. the highest grossing um, film. Indeed, it's not. Yeah, no, it's good. Well, we all know how excited I got about the direct quotes about the Godzilla post credits <laughs> until I found out it was a hoax. I was very. <laughs> Oh, when I posted incredible. that fake Jurassic Park trailer saying, it's, oh my god. <laughs> like, that's fake. You're like, what? What? <laughs> oh, I just remember being in the call with you and he was just like, oh my god, what have I done? <laughs> oh, sorry. All right, um, the writer for Days Future Past said it about Apocalypse, it will focus primarily on the first class cast, but we'll have some of the original cast involved too. So then I'd imagine they'll either get cameos or like, yeah, something like that. They're not going to appear extensively or be flashing forward, I think. I'm trying to think of uh, which characters they could have that original cast. Okay, so the, the, are, you, are you guys happy with that, that with first class cast returning instead of the original? Oh, yeah, yeah. Not, the original's had its run, but the first class like, cast is the way, way to go. Now I'm 50-50. Like, Patrick Stewart that, is so good as Professor X, though. Yeah, because yeah. now they've reset the universe and they've got psych- uh, They've got characters back. <laughs> hold the tongue, hold the tongue. <laughs> they, they've got characters back. Um, I wanted to see what they could, what, what, how they could use those, those characters now. Like, we could probably get a proper... Like, they could probably use them in a better way now instead of how they were before but well I, I don't know I'm kind of I'm pro, I'm more in the park where I I just want to see more first class cast because they they gel they all gel really well and I mean the Wikipedia says that 
Oh, I can't say it because it's spoilers. So <laughs> <why it's laughs> I did. I did read the James McAvoy wants um Jennifer Lawrence to take like and all the the character of Mystique to take over as like the face of the franchise once Hugh Jackman. That's not a bad um, one. That's not a bad way to go, actually. Because yeah, how could Mystique take over the face of like X Men? Like, because Jennifer Lawrence well, spot. Yeah, but I'm just saying like she's not she, even yeah. But she's no, not, that would not like, like I know she's a main character, but. She's, she's not, not that main. Right. Like her, her story arc isn't as pivotal as well, a Professor X and Magneto. Like it just wouldn't work. <laughs> it well, depends like, on how you ground the story. No, yeah. it wouldn't work. No, Tim's right, hundred percent. That yeah, just take yeah. I I completely agree with Tim. If they, taking if like because now the because now the timelines changed. You don't know where her character's going to go. But, so it doesn't, but, like, character... but like I can just see. A Mystique like soul film like like Wolverine, but for Mystique would just flop hard because she's she's not film. interesting enough as a character. I'm sorry, to say, I, like, I love Jennifer Lawrence, but yeah. Mystique is not in, like okay. a diverse enough character to warrant her own standalone film. That's okay. why they make like she's an assassin kind of movie. No, yeah, no, it just yeah. wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. <laughs> Wolver- <laughs> Wolverine alone barely makes it, let alone like you know. Yeah, even I think Wolverine's kind of pushing it. And I love Hugh Jackman. Yeah, lot. exactly right. Like, Hugh Jackman's, like, great as Wolverine, but even, like, standalone Wolverine films, just, like, it's, it doesn't feel like X-Men without the rest of the X-Men. I mean, it's just, that's just, you know, that's just it. That's probably why the Magneto solo film sunk, too, because, I mean, Magneto is a great character, but whether it's enough to carry a film is another question. Exactly, because like, you'd have to put other mutants in there to make any kind of decent adversary, like, adversary, and then it just... Then you're just basically doing another like X Men film kind of thing. Like yes. This. Yeah. That's, yeah. The, the that's first. Like, sorry, Tom. You go. You go. Yeah. That's why I like. I really want to see Old Man Logan. Like, because it's not X Men that he's fighting. It's like the Hulk, and he's got Hawkeye as he's a sidekick who's blind. It's like all the villains are like the ones that he fights, and they're not the villains from X Men. It's like Red Skull and fucking. There was a Spider Man villain somewhere in there as well. I can't remember which one, but. But it's just, it's a bit of a change of pace from X-Men. It's like, you guess you've got Wolverine, but you've got villains and heroes from other comics coming in, and they're the villains for the story. I don't know whether that'll work, though, because, like, even even I wasn't particularly interested in the Wolverine movie, like, as a whole. I still haven't seen it, if I'm going to be completely honest. I still haven't seen the original, like, the actual Wolverine movie that came out last year, so... I only saw it just... For the sake of seeing it, like just to see like how it would kind of fit into the timeline, not because I actually yeah. really wanted to see it, just more so for like uh, continuity kind of thing. I, yeah. I just wanted to numb the pain of X Men Origins Wolverine. That's why I saw it. <laughs> so yeah, you took some heroin and you went upstairs. Yep. Um. So, I mean, Tom, you're obviously going to give it a ten because basically we've been cleaning we up have. the mess the last twenty minutes. Yep. So ten. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, like, uh, like I really want to give it a ten, just because I like I was in love with it. But like, realistically, I'd probably give it like a nine, nine point five kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah. you? Uh, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay. I thought it was very good. I think it was the equal of Captain America. Actually, no, I still think Captain America was slightly better, but I thought it was still very good. That's yeah. gonna be that's uh, pretty tough. I think I need to see both of them again just to like make a, a better judgment. Yeah. yeah, I tend to I tend well, to agree America, with you. But the soldier comes out August twenty on DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah, but yeah. no one buys DVDs and Blu-rays anymore. I do. You work, you work in a dying industry, Tom. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, no. Can you please like download please it on the twenty first? <laughs> just employ Tom, please. Yeah. He needs a job, Wait, well, and I, video easy I, is I, not. I missed all that. My phone. I was too focusing on my phone falling down. Oh what no! Yeah, I love that. That your phone's more important than three of the most important humans I in heard, life. I heard sounds from coming from the corner of my room, and I look <laughs> over, and my phone's falling. Oh, you. Oh, Tom, we missed you. We missed you a lot. <laughs> All right, well, I think we'll wrap it up there. Um, we will be back for episode eight in two weeks, provided Origin, because go New South Wales. <laughs> um, and my birthday. So I don't know what we've actually got planned for that. Oh, Edge of Tomorrow would be one. Edge of Tomorrow is definitely, definitely one. Um, Edge of Tomorrow and the show will be out on Wednesday night. Don't stress to whoever the hell listens to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know that all of uh, you are going to be. Wait, why are we releasing on a Wednesday night? Uh, I don't know. No one will listen to it if the it. game's on then anyway. Oh shit! Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, so it'll be on a yeah, Tuesday we, night. We, we better <laughs> shift it so people will listen to it on Wednesday night. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, fuck off, Tim. So we're doing it on a Tuesday. <laughs> uh, we will be back. So two Tuesdays, man. Indeed, um, with Edge of Tomorrow and an undecided film. I'm not sure what it would so, be just yet. Seven. What? I don't know. No, I really want to watch we'll, Seven again. We'll, we'll figure it out. We will figure it we out, but it's probably not Seven. We talk about Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares. I've just been watching the show for like the past three hours. It's so ridiculous. Hey, and two weeks from now, wouldn't, be that, wouldn't that be like the Game of Thrones finale as well? Oh, Ooh. shit. We might, we might bundle that in. How about that? Sounds good. All right, we'll bundle in uh, Game of Thrones with Edge of Tomorrow. Until then... Have a lovely two weeks. Enjoy Game of Thrones, and we'll be with you in two weeks on Tuesday. See ya. Peace. Oh.